0: Why are we starting this way? (laughs) Because
1: it's Wednesday. (laughs) Thank God it's Wednesday. Weird
0: Wednesday. Okay, here we are.
2: What does it mean for the wedding and event industry?
0: I don't care what situation you're in, you can do something simple. I gotta
1: say, I actually still love weddings. Welcome back everyone to the Wedding and Event Insider. I am Matt.
0: I'm Elizabeth. I'm Michelle.
1: We are here today to just gab a little bit about uh, something that's actually been on my mind for a little while, as I am getting married in just a few weeks, so um, since uh, also we're nearing the beginning of the wedding season, so I want to talk a little bit about a topic that's pretty cool, been on my mind for a long time, anxiety or anticipation basically being on the verge of wedding nuptials and there's all sorts of drama that comes with it. So, uh, basically, uh, everyone here at the table has had some experience, uh, with that personally, or is currently having experience <laughs> <laughs> with that. Um, but, uh, Basically, why don't we just kind of go ahead and see if uh, not only we've had to deal with that, but as event professionals, we've had to deal with that with our clients and had to be that person to to help those clients. So should we just uh, go ahead and talk a little bit about our own situations and kind of, you know, what you remember going through that, Michelle?
0: Sure. Mine was quite a while ago, um, coming up on, what, 35 years as of the date of this podcast here. This year, I'll be married for 35 years. So I have to think back and dial back quite a bit here. But um, actually, mine's a little bit easier, too. In some fashions, I I eloped. I married my Marine, um, and we eloped, and the family was a little bit surprised, They knew we were going to get married but um but the elopement was a surprise so then also i have experience with planning a wedding out of state or a wedding celebration is actually what we ended up doing so um definitely know what it's like to have just a lot of family dynamics and feelings and and just how you work through all of those things um um, with a family and eloping that would be my experience I had a very similar
2: to you, Michelle, is that I we didn't elope. We did a destination wedding in northern Minnesota, which was the point, in my opinion, was to make it inconvenient to those who didn't want to be there. Um, so it was a good three and a half hour drive. And if anyone was flying in, they really wanted to make sure that they were there, which actually eliminated some of the drama. So I kind of like that to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll yeah, I'll be able to share a little bit about it is that we did a lot of DIY. So I might make some DIY references. and. Our field, because my husband is also in wedding industry and also a mean podcaster producer here, Michael. Uh, We've been married now eight years, or coming on that. Remember that date? Our anniversary is coming up soon, honey. Uh, So, yeah, what?
3: How many years was it? Yeah, this is a this is a test for you. Yeah. because I knew it was a pop quiz yeah anyway. yeah
2: that seven year itch is almost over we still have time hmm. uh, so eight years ago DIY was brand new but we were very um, involved in the wedding industry where we could make a lot of our des- decisions ourselves and, and do a lot of things ourselves But that doesn't mean it didn't come with stress and things that I look back and be like well could we have done it better could I have hired something out to make my life a little bit easier absolutely
3: maybe and, we've been in the industry we didn't want to see all the same stuff that's true too. we did
2: do a lot of unique things you know
3: just everything's the same and cookie cutter so we didn't
1: want to do that
2: and matt you're living in the four-week anticipation now
1: yeah i i'm i'm getting pretty excited uh one of the things that i've noticed though is the difference between um, having a fiance who has not been married and myself who is in the the wedding and event industry mm-hmm. so i find myself not nearly as concerned about certain things as uh, my fiance is and ashley's amazing but she just hasn't done any of this just like every bride that is in every that market every couple who is not in the industry has been doing that every groom every couple like it's it's, uh, it, it's a dynamic that I don't think a lot of people are, are used to. So I'm trying to do things that are simple and unique. And mm-hmm. um, she's trying to do things that are kind of difficult to pull off <laughs> in a way. Mm-hmm. It causes a little bit of stress for me. But, uh, um, you know, I think we're both in the same place where we we really just we want to get married. And we want to have our friends and family there. And we want them to have a good time. But I think sometimes we just we get so bogged down in the minutia of mm-hmm. the little things.
2: So. And how are you reducing stress right now? Out of curiosity, like what in the recent months have reduced that stress for you all as you live through it currently?
1: Well, I've noticed that ignoring it isn't helping. Yeah, that's an, <laughs> not a great move. No, no. Honey, are you listening? Are <laughs> You listening? Dang it, we have this list. <laughs> you know. um, actually, uh, that, that is one of the things um, to reduce stress. Um, is just just making sure that we understand what the point is uh why we are doing this are we doing this to show off to everyone are we doing this to show how great we are are we doing this because um, we love each other and we want our friends and family to be there to celebrate with us and the more i think that you keep that mindset i think a lot of these little things that that a lot of people stress out about not that they're not important but there's a little bit too much stress i think that people put on some of the small mm-hmm. details mm-hmm. when they're not as noticeable as you might think mm-hmm. you know um so so uh keep it light you know and go with the flow and have fun with it and in the end you're going to be married mm-hmm.
0: that's right that's probably the best that's probably the whole segment of it is like in, in the end because i think about all the times i've um given advice to the clients and couples that are in front of me, especially the day of the event, too. Um, as a wedding photographer, there's lots of different stories there. But it is definitely all the details and all the things that you plan for and everything that's so important, um, and you're wanting everything that you've been you know, planning for. But the day of the event, it's just like, actually just let some of that stuff go. Your guests aren't even going to know that this particular thing may not be in wherever it was supposed to be, or some things fall up to the side. But at the end of the day, you're going to be married. And just kind of refreshing their their mindset mm-hmm. to that point, um, I just think is, it's been very helpful um, in the advice that I've given to clients over time as far as just how to reduce that stress sometimes in the moment is just remembering the bigger picture and what is the whole point of why we're here. It's yeah, just keeping to the get end married. goal. Yeah, the end goal, goal in mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: And I probably have a little bit more of a planner point of view on this, so you guys can all just yell at me for being a type A person after this. but. You plan in advance as much as you can. Work ahead as much as you can. There are certain things where I remember about three or four months before our wedding, I wanted to have these little gift bags that had um, stamped monogram that I was going to do. I was doing that at three to four months before the wedding. I know I was I remember doing that activity thinking people are probably gonna do this like the night before the wedding and have their aunts sit around a table, and be like, Oh yeah, we gotta put these little gift bags together. <laughs> uh, so it was something yeah, I was gonna estimate about sixty to seventy people at the wedding. I knew how many bags to make. If I got bought extra, great. But that was just one thing. Check, done, get it off the list. Uh, that's hard to do, uh, to plan ahead like that. And I will say being in the industry, it does help, but that doesn't mean that you can't really think about the month before your wedding and think about, okay, one month before our wedding, leave everything open to the family drama that will ensue. (laughs) Like everything should be done one month prior because family drama will inevitably come with my RSVPs. Because Joe Smo is going to want to have a specific seat to next to somebody that you didn't want to have next to that person. And it's all the logistics according. So I would say just leave a month for yourself to just be like, oh, I feel like I'm not doing anything. And that's OK. <laughs> Wait right. for the
0: family drama and friend drama to come. If it comes, it great. If it doesn't, even better. <laughs> I think that I've seen that in some of the tips and different things that you see. It's like having that time off of work, Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, especially like that week before the wedding. It's just like actually taking those days off of work and just because there's I don't care how good of a planner you are or have everything. There's just going to be things that are the little things that all come up um, that are just needing to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So having that taken care of is really good. And I one of the tips I would give for sure is asking for help. Um, with either your friends or that planner or that day of coordinator or your vendors for your day, seek them out as a resource because they're going to help you. They have done many of these events um, and giving you tips and just ways to to make things a little bit less. Checking in with them and talking to them, I would just highly recommend just talking to your vendors over and over and over and pulling on them for their experience um, to help you take care of your day. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of goes back to what Matt said about why maybe you feel so comfortable leading into this versus somebody
2: who's not in the industry is that there is a level of trust you need to have with your vendors. Mm-hmm. And you need to just know that they're going to do what they're assigned to do. And you contracted to do them. And hopefully, you have contracted all amazing, great vendors. Uh, and that right there, that trust, knowing that they're going to have the outcome of your wedding day in mind and want to have that peace of mind that day, I think that that's something that a lot of people in, outside the industry don't get a chance to experience until they lift it themselves. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my vendors did come through. Every, the vision is
1: here. Yeah, that is something strategically that I think that couples can do to, to help that process along is, you know, if, if you do have um, basically that, that planning in place if if you know what you need to have done beforehand i mm-hmm. uh, can help but if you're if you're trusting your vendors you know, make sure that you you vet the vendors that you're working with. What kind of reputation do they have? Do you trust them? You have to meet with them. You have to communicate with them. Don't just book them and then three weeks mm-hmm. later, you know, hey, I, you know, I haven't heard from somebody. Fill or whatever out, all, it the is. They Fill out all the paperwork. They ask. Fill out all the paperwork. Yeah, meet with them. Go over ideas. Go yeah. over logistic Actually ideas. Actually, read their ideas. contract. Planning please. a gala event. Yeah, <laughs> planning a gala event is not easy to do. You know, mm-hmm. and so having good vendors is important. Something that I remember. Um, just basically about a month ago um, Ashley was having a really hard time because we were quite a bit behind and we we thought like we don't know what we're doing we don't have you know the the list done of all the people that are being invited um, we don't know all the decor details. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. And honestly, Elizabeth, this is a great testament to making sure that you have a planner because you sat down with us and you asked us all of these questions and then the next day... That you, you came,
2: never thought of, that, right? That, that you, we never yes. thought of
1: or at least that really comforted uh-huh. her because being able to hang out with you, she doesn't trust me. Even I've <laughs> we won't bring that industry, up leading into the wedding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but she trusts you. She knows she she was so much more calm and so much more excited about moving forward and the next day you gave her basically a checklist with all the answers that we gave Mm -hmm. that were color coordinated on things that we hadn't discussed yet things we didn't have planned yet and she got that thing and she talked about it for three days about how she just feels so much more comfortable because all she has to do is check off the list now you know Um, so you know making sure that you trust your vendors have that plan you don't you can't always offend you know afford all of the different vendors that one would want. And mm-hmm. if you're DIYing, make sure that you have a list would probably be my my best advice.
2: Yeah, and unfortunately that list I wish I could say is like ABC or one, two, three, do this. But it, it's a custom list based on conversations yeah. I had where I would start a conversation with you about what your priorities are. So that's what I would say to the audience. Remember what your priorities are. Remember what, there's always one or two things that each person really wants to have happen at the wedding. Um, and how do we work around that with the timeline? And even at a bare minimum, yes, there's a checklist, there's a to-do list. You could be a very relaxed Type B person who doesn't need an agenda or a timeline, but you're working with about 25 people on your wedding day that are in your inner circle, that one of them might need to know what time the ceremony starts or what time pictures start. So put an agenda together. At the very minimum, it is important to have pen to paper and then communicate that to the important people on your day because that's going to save you what is, I think, part of the family drama. And you're getting this right now,
0: Matt. You're, you know, the family's like, what are you doing? What's happening? Yeah, what's going on? What's going I, next? I
1: feel like you, we don't know what's going yep. to happen.
0: Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, I was just going to say, yep, chiming in with that checklist, having that and having that agenda put together. It go. You need to have it go to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs to go to your wedding party, it needs to go to your family and friends, people that are going to be there for your day. Um, I mean, I think of one story where I was at uh, an event and the, the father of the bride didn't know what time he was to arrive, didn't have his clothing mm-hmm. there ready and available and just he just was left out of the hit or chose to be left out i'm not quite sure but it was definitely a stressful time on that day that couple and i just know if it's it's like making sure that everybody's got that checklist and the time agenda and they understand it that they've looked at it and read it because um, it's going to save everybody that um is feeling like i don't know what's happening and where am i supposed to be and what's happening and i would say too for that family drama give people a job
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a good. give idea. them
0: a job give them a task um what to do um it helps a lot in um in some of that family drama that can happen um is hey, give them one, jobs and tasks to do one
3: thing i think when we got married i think it's important is um you know we allow yourself you're going to do all this planning and no matter what you do you're gonna you know i mean liz you're super organized and we had you know everything our ducks in a row as much as we could but it's still going to be a little stressful like no matter what you do didn't you're...
2: stop you from crying three days before the wedding wow could you, you just take my story <laughs> right out of my mouth um
3: well it's true and i just remember this moment because we I went up too. we went up north yeah, and we you know we, we had to go drop the dogs off somewhere and we had all the stuff we were all the time and it's just like we gotta go 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 mm-hmm. and the dog he griff could not handle being in my lap and he scratched me or something and i was just Upset and I just broke down and I just started crying in the car. <laughs> like not like weeping, but like, oh like And in, he still
2: remains to this day being the crier. I want to put that Oh yeah, that I mean I weep. <laughs> I'm i weep. Indeed.
3: I mean it's nobody's shocked there. But my point oh, is just a baby. Sometimes, hey, it's okay, right? You're still gonna be stressed even if you do everything right, Everyone right? Don't has think their everything's a way of, right.
2: of being stressed. And then but actually what's really important is that I recognize that stress in Michael because he does have an external, but for me, my internal I internalize stress, and he knows when I shut down. I start cleaning, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or start organizing boxes. That's a topic for the next podcast. Yeah, well, yeah course, but I'm saying that did happen leading do
1: dishes. We have a we have a dishwasher. Yeah, no I'm in trouble.
0: You will get you will get stressed. So, That's awesome. yeah, I think even the best best planner event oh, yeah. it, there's always going to be some things that are going to come up no you, you just it's not going to be perfect and you just have to be it's like not to sweat the small stuff and to just be you know what i mean it's like take care of your bigger things plan enough time for these different things um but just knowing too it's just it's not doesn't it's okay if it's not perfect mm-hmm. you know it's okay yeah
1: yeah i think we discussed this a little bit you know about family and friend dynamics that can add to the stress of a wedding mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I, I wonder how you can help, you know, uh, eliminate some of that unneeded drama that's there. And we've talked about a little bit of that and planning <laughs> is a great one. A seating chart is a great idea. Uh, I think <laughs> a, a, a lot times are different now where like, I mean, you don't have a parent's dance because, you know, parents are divorced and remarried and parents divorced and remarried. And how do you deal with that? Yeah. Cause you do want your step, you know, parents or You know, even if they're removed step parents, Mm -hmm. if they've, they've loved you in your life and you care about them, you're going to want them at a very special event. And, and, you know, how do you deal with stuff like that?
2: Well, your assigned seating thing for the reception, I think, no, hands down, number one thing I would recommend anybody doing, Mm because no one wants to see people try to figure out where to sit and they wanted to sit with their entire family. And now there's no spots open. Hate that. But don't forget the seating assignment for the ceremony. That is equally as important. And if you have unique family dynamics, that is Absolutely, something I would consider.
1: Uh, Was that was that
2: on our list? No, we're gonna talk about that (laughs) next because we have your whole ceremony to go through. Um, But no, it really is. Is that we need to make sure that okay, you need to respect certain members of the family with their seating chart and be like the front row or the next row. But if you know, mom and dad don't want to see each other, that's hard. And I've seen those dynamics. I've seen every dynamic in the book. And so if you are relaying that to your vendors to say, and you maybe feel embarrassed about it, saying, "Oh, my dad doesn't speak to my mom," my uncle do not feel ashamed you just tell us yes i've had somebody show me a picture of somebody that shouldn't even walk through the doors and i was like i want that i want you to tell me who you do not welcome at this event and not worry about it." on
3: our planners we literally have a section that's just sensitive family information just let us know like we don't want to make an awkward situation more awkward or whatever it might be
0: oh yeah i would say the same i had i remember one time coming driving into take uh, for taking pictures for in a wedding and the mother of the bride come running to my car I was still packing up my gear just getting ready to go inside she was so worried about because she was she was divorced from um, the father of the bride and she was very nervous about having to see him Mm -hmm. Um, and so she was just like how are pictures going to work like she was very upset about it Mm and I mean, I just called her down, like, everything's going to be all right. I I know that you're not together. I'm not going to put you in an awkward situation, you know. So those type of things, having that open communication with everybody prior to the day of the event um, and having that list of, like, this is a timeline, this is when things are happening, and having everybody get it and over-communicate with your vendors. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yes, trusting your vendors and letting them know. Everybody knows that there's no perfect family, and every family's got, you know, some different things that are going to come up, um, and -hmm. especially because the emotions are high mm-hmm. on a wedding day. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so mm-hmm. I definitely I think communication is like the biggest thing that we're trying to say right here is just having that communication, mm-hmm. letting know everybody know this is what's all happening. Um and then that they can that they can all just ease in. We're gonna we all just want to come in and celebrate the day. I do want to a,
2: want to add a little twist to this that if you are a family or, or a family member, or a friend listening in on a podcast where you're this podcast where your friends getting married this summer or something. And maybe you have a surprise lined up for them. You think, oh, it would be super oh, special if our sorority did a <laughs> dance for them. First, use your reflection to say, is it something that's going to be just for the that one person, or is it something that the rest of the group would enjoy? And then don't do a surprise for everyone. Um, relay that information to one of their vendors, because that is so important. I can't tell you how many times I've coordinated some sort of surprise. Or to be honest with you, talked somebody out of some sort of surprise, saying maybe this would be best for the groom's dinner because, as the planner, I have the whole detail and agenda in my head. I know exactly what's going on and I know what the priorities of the couples are. And if that didn't seem to fit in, I'm gonna come up with a nice way to say that might be something better at a different time. And you have to be okay with it. So your family or a friend, don't be texting your you know friend that day that morning of their wedding day for (laughs) logistical details or you know trying to coordinate a surprise that day just don't do that those are number one things just be respectful right
1: just invite yourself to the groom's dinner (laughs) here's a good rule of thumb
3: imagine in your head what the worst reaction is to your surprise surprise and go with that (laughs) so just don't do it
0: uh, you absolutely uh, have to let your vendors know if you're doing a surprise. Oh uh, God! You just have to let them yeah, know. Yeah, one of them was coordinating a marching band
2: marching through one of our spaces. It's like if somebody didn't tell me that, I'd be like, "Get this damn marching band out of here!" Yeah, right. And that's our show. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, I want to thank Michelle. I want to thank Elizabeth for joining me today. Also, our producers, Michael Sherry Jr. and Paul Graham. Thank mm-hmm. you guys for being here. If you are interested in this podcast and more content like this, please. Please make sure you go ahead and subscribe smash the like button all of those things and uh, make sure to log on to tcwep.com for additional info i am matthew sherry signing off saying families are just like fudge mostly sweet but with a lot of nuts just don't invite the nuts to your wedding thanks for listening to the wedding and event insider